Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh, I'd Cry. Thank you for joining me again, right? Thank you for joining me again. I don't think I ever thank you guys for joining. Is that cringe? Ah, who cares? Who cares? How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing good. What have you been up to? What have you been thinking? What have you been, what have you been feeling? You know what I mean? What's been going on? Let's reflect. Let's really reflect. As for me, I've been good. I haven't been as active in the gym this week as I would have liked to be. I'm going to be completely frank and completely honest, right? I think it's because I was trying to like finish off bits um, for work before I go like on annual leave and have this Christmas break before I come back to work. Um, on the 28th, I have to work. Usually I'm off until the new year. I have to work. Woe is me. <laughs> nah, it is what it is. We move. But yeah, so I have just been going to sleep really late and actually I've just been procrastinating to be honest with you. Let me just be completely honest as well. I've been procrastinating. That is that makes sense, but this also is the reason. Just procrastinating, going to bed late, um waking up not very early. <laughs> and I like to go to the gym in the morning. If I don't make it to the gym in the morning, I won't make it to the gym for the rest of the day. People go to the gym in the evening. I used to be one of those people what i don't think that makes sense anymore to go to the gym at night in the evening can't think of anything worse you know what let me not go too far somebody will like ah, preference yeah your preference is wrong <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> it is preference but for me mornings that they set me up my day set up um i'm, ex- I'm getting exhausted progressively throughout the day I don't, I, I go harder in the morning, I think, because it's like the first energy of the day. Whereas in the evening, I think I genuinely just want bed. And actually, um, when you exercise, you've got like this adrenaline as well. So by the time you want to go to sleep, it's a little bit long. But maybe that was just me. Maybe that was just me. Um, I've got a guest today. 
I've got a guest. We got connected through Dalu, who basically I think needs to like own half of my enterprise, this global successful enterprise, because the boardman lot are back. I thought they were mad at me. If you're listening, I thought you were mad at me. We've got this relationship now. Um, but yeah, special guest. Um, just a very, very candid, open, vulnerable chat as per usual. Such an exciting convo. Really enjoyed it. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. This conversation does center around um, body image. So there may be some triggers in there. Um, so if you do struggle with this, I will link some stuff in the description as per usual so you can seek some help. But as usual, I'm a mental health first aider. Don't be a stranger. Right? I know I talk a lot, but I'm also a very good listener. <laughs> I hope. I hope. So, yeah, you can pop up anytime. Um, but otherwise, it's Tony. What do you hear when, you talk, when you're talking to yourself in your head? Um, what does it sound like? doesn't... No, I don't know. I never really thought about that. Just think right now. Tell yourself stuff. No, okay, no, it does sound like me, actually. It is me. Yeah. yeah. Do, and you don't hate that. Because you constantly, mm. well, humans constantly talk to themselves. Yeah. And you don't hate it. Well, mainly I'm just honestly singing song lyrics in my head, like, <laughs> 90% of the time, so. <laughs> what music are you into? Everything. Everything? Everything. Like, if I was to go through your phone, what am I finding? Musical theatre. See, <laughs> there's a specific genre that yeah. is top. Yeah, it's always musicals. Really? Yeah, I'm a bit of a musical theatre nerd. So you and Dalu proper get on. No, we did. Yeah. What we do? <laughs> you bonded over that. Yeah. What's your favourite musical? See, I like the really nitty gritty ones, like, um, like West Side Story. Mm, I've never watched that. I like. There's a really good one about Come, called Come From Away. And it's like, um, it's like 40 minute long. The yeah. band are all on stage. Yeah. Um, it's country music as well. Yeah. It's all about, it's a true story about when uh, 9-11 happened. Yeah. And they had to close the American airspace. Yeah. So there was like 38 planes up in the sky and they had nowhere to land. Yeah. Um, because they just shut it off. So they all landed in a place called Newfoundland in Canada. Yeah. And... It went, it's about the stories of how the town coped. Yeah. Going from a population of, I don't know, like 9,000 to maybe 27,000 or 16,000, I think it was, in one over one night. Really? And then how they catered to it and how they like got all really? supplies and how they cooked all different foods and how they That's had parties like, and stuff like that. And it sounds like a musical documentary of like oh, real amazing. historical facts yeah. because they said this is a true story. Yeah. And it's about people's um, true stories that happened. Yeah. And, like, there's this one character where her son was actually a firefighter. Yeah. And he ended up dying. So there's, like, a bit of a song about how she's, like, panicking. Like, I can't get through to him. Yeah. Can you sing, then? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have Dally not told you? Me and Dally did, did duets and karaoke. You did you? Yeah. Well, we've never had a song sung on the podcast before. before. Oh, no. It's not happening. Tony? No, it's not happening. I'm professional. I've got a degree. You know, <laughs> <Amy>. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much? How much? How much? How much? I'll go and get some money out of one of you. I am going to rob her <laughs> for you. All right, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Tony. Hello. No, you're singing. <laughs> oh, God. 
Like for one night only. Sing us, sing us a little. I'm gonna pressure you so bad. Vacuum to it, peer pressure. But it's just me. It's not just I, you, though, is it? What do you mean? For the hundreds of thousands of fans that are listening right now. Hundreds <laughs> of It's just my mom. Yeah, well, <laughs> hi to my mom. It's just my mom. How are you so. doing, then? <laughs> you okay, hon? Okay. <laughs> She's gonna love it. She's gonna be like, wow, that Tony was so good. <laughs> there we go. I love that. <laughs> but we're not getting this on. No. It's my birthday today. No, it Yes, it is. No, it isn't. No, it really is. No, it isn't. Darling, it's Tony, it is. I'm getting you a present. It's not. A, it's fine. I don't mind the present. No, it's my birthday. No, it really is. I am thirty-one today. When's your birthday? Today. No, but what's your birthday? Today. Yeah, but what's your birth date? Today. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> you don't have me to. On. I just want you to sing me happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I'll send you a voice sing note it. later. Shall we harmonize? It's not my Happy birthday. Bur- <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I just wanted to get something out of you. Spotlight. I know that you weren't even like being serious then. So I'm fuming. <laughs> fuming about that. One day. One day. One day. I'll send you a little voice note. You can oh my word. Can you? I'll play it. Yeah. I'll be, when I am saying in the next episode mm-hmm. after yours, I'll be like, here's Tony. And then you're going to sing. Potentially. Why don't you just write us a song to open the show? <gasps> I would definitely do a little jingle. Can you just maybe consider that? Here is the longest podcast. Can you actually consider that, please? <laughs> Listen, can you actually do it? For free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, should I rob Olivia? It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just, today is my birthday. The birthday date is today. Yeah. <laughs> should I go rob her? What, I don't have much. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't have money to give. I mean, he you. made me like a banging corn chili, so I feel like I need to pay you somewhere in that anyway. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I can't. You know what, guys? We might be switching things around because Tony's <laughs> gonna give me a jingle. But yeah, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you feeling? Being I'm on. Good. I'm like full of food. I'm like, yeah. All gravy. Yeah. <laughs> feeling fed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little Zimbabwean joke. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. I <laughs> when they're like. Uh, we've been f- we're fed up okay, or I'm fed whoa. up yeah so it sounds like you're fed yeah, up yeah, but yeah. they're actually fed, no, up. fed up yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a silly joke but it cracked <laughs> me up when I first heard it but yeah um, thank you for coming on but before we continue let's just get things off our chest let's do that so what's been bothering you um I'll tell you what's been bothering me yeah, I'll just go it. first because you know yeah I'm trying to think <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, you know, do it because it's bothering me. I hate it when I'm trying to log off work. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's quiet now. Yeah. Time to log off. Mm-hmm. Then somebody decides to send you something. Last minute. Last minute. That requires action. And you're thinking, oh my God, I can't ignore this. Yeah. Because you know you still got some time on the clock yeah. to actually do it. Yeah, so you're like mentally oh, logged off. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I hate that because it really ruins my plans to like not do much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I get to like, the last, last half an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, done i'm done i'm done i mentally i'm at home yeah right i'm not here yeah but then people still want to come and need you there are some people who do too much at work who like yeah who like have to prove oh god yeah this is generally Mm because i've worked in a lot of workplaces and i think it's generally in office spaces i think it's people do this there's some people there's different characters at work there are the characters who work from start to finish Mm -hmm. like to prove something Mm -hmm. like 
There are some people who do nothing, the bare minimum, where you're thinking, how have they not caught on that Mm -hmm. you don't do anything? Mm -hmm. I used to hear then there are some people who work smart, not hard. Yeah. I like to put myself in that category. Yeah. Because I get my job done. Yeah. How? When? That's my business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think but I'm the same. There are some people who are like on the ball. Mm-hmm. Literally, they respond to your email two minutes later and they're like, yep, done it. And you're thinking, what? The- yeah, that means yeah. I have to do my job. Yeah. <laughs> hate that so uh, th- those are the people who said things last minute but i do it too i said yeah. things last minute when i'm like i'm about to log on and i want to be this to be the last thing i do yeah and i do send it last minute yeah but i hate it being done to me <laughs> <laughs> but that's my run it's off my chest i've let it go we used to when, when um <laughs> when Dalo was working with us we'd, we'd be ranting away something and he'd just turn around and go what's the rant and then we'd just end up like talking and having a massive rant and yeah Dalo's better about it yeah anyway. it feels good yeah. when you rant so you need to get things off your chest yeah definitely go on get it off your chest Um, we want to know I want to I want to know I'm I don't really I think for me with work yeah like I it doesn't have to be a rant that's about what work. I mean I was gonna say like I'm not like I am obviously invested in my work while I'm there yeah but I don't take it home with me yeah really. that's what that's what Laura says do you know what I mean I don't I I stopped now I used to did you yeah I used to be massively an overthinker of my output yeah is what's going to show them that I'm good at my job yeah. But my output being like even after hours. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just thinking, if you don't see my value when I'm working, yeah, then you don't see it. That's I think I compare myself with this as well. Like if other people are working for the lunch or yeah. like staying late, I'm like, I have to do that. Oh, I don't. But know. I went on a little course yesterday, um, and it was really really good. Like yeah. it was about avoiding burnout. Yeah. At work. Yeah. And I found it actually really resonated quite a lot of things with me. Yeah. Um, but, um. You just need to set boundaries, don't you? Yep, you do. That definitely just setting boundaries. Yeah. And if you want to, like, if you want to take an hour lunch, take yeah. an hour lunch. I think manage your time. Mm. Yeah. Manage your time. Yeah. Make sure that you do things, yeah. like, in whatever way that you want to do it. Yeah. Definitely. But I definitely think they don't promote that enough in workplaces. Yeah. I think most workplaces do want that output that is like in droves Mm -hmm. but they don't see that well-being actually is what makes people become more productive yeah yeah i think at work like my work we've got like definitely a good balance Mm. but sometimes i think there is pressure but i think it's also pressure that you put on yourself yeah but for me it's nine to five that's my pressure when i go home i don't want to think about it yeah i think i feel a little bit more like because i get a bit insecure like what people think of me yeah the natural jobs that i do yeah so, like, if I don't do a job, it's more about what does that person think. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, on a not. personal level. I do take things quite personally. Oh. I try not to. I, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's I but I think, I think it's inevitable. I mm. think at some point you will take something personally. Mm. I, I feel like that was, like, a collective chat that went into something else that started from a rant. <laughs> What's the run? <laughs> I don't know. But it felt good to get it off my chest. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Good. Did it feel good for you? Yeah, definitely. Now, it's the embarrassing if I didn't love our cry stories. Okay. Um, I can't think of one. I cannot think of one. I can think of one. You can? Yeah. Go on. So, you know, earlier when I mentioned yeah. about, um, about me singing. Yeah. Sorry, am I super close? No, 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 no. I just want it to be more in your speaking. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
Polite, I, I love to snog a mic, so it's fine. <laughs> Do it. So it kind of wraps into um, into early, you know, I, I, I sing and, and blah, 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 and all yeah. that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so one time, I, and if they listen to this, it'll be pretty funny, but I got asked to be in a choir. Yeah. But, like, head the choir, and it was, like, um, a group of, like, old uh, elder ladies. It was, like, a community choir. Yeah. And I'd done a few bits with them in the past, and it was really well, and they said, um, do you want to come and do the Christmas concert? Yeah. It's in the Grand Theatre in Blackpool. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever know, but, like, it can hold, like, maybe a thousand people. No. Yeah, well, it's huge. Yeah. Right? So... How old were you at this oh God. stage um, in your life? 22. 22. Yeah, 27 and... now. Okay. Old. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> It's your birthday. Twenty-one. What? What? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I am old. I'm old. Yeah. So I just they just said right. Um, what I want you to sing is all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So like, I'll learn that song. Yeah. So I just rocked up and I did like a practice round with them. I'd gone out and bought myself, like, because it was, like, red and black themed. Yeah. I'd gone out and bought myself some really, really high stilettos, red stilettos from Primark, thinking, I'm definitely going to take these back. But yeah. But it's going to look good if I stand still. Yeah. So, that's fine. That makes sense in a minute. And, um, <laughs> so I stood there, did all I want for Christmas is you, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, I was like, oh, really nice, clap, clap, clap. And then, they started playing another song. And it was like Silent Night, and I was like, I don't know all the words Silent Night. I was the one, anyone in front of the microphone. I was like trying to like back my way in, it's like all these ladies, <laughs> I'm kidding. And that, like my stilettos were like, because I can't walk, I cannot walk in heels. So I was like, and <laughs> so I just ended up being like humming, like, <laughs> like humming, like silent. And I know, I know that bit. Of <laughs> And I was just like, like this, trying to like. Oh no! I think I think it was it was just out night. I think no one came to help you. No snake. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I was just doing one song. Then I was gonna like walk off, but they did. They like, set you up. They didn't tell me I was gonna do silent night with the, with them after. Do you I, think that moment contributed to your stage fright? Um. Cause, cause I feel I like think it's more funny. <laughs> I don't massively get stage stage fright. You don't? No, because I'm usually like playing a character. So I feel like you're taking the piss out of me here. Why? Because you literally refuse. Uh, no, I can't do it in front of like people. I just I don't know why, but I feel like it's quite cringe in front of people. That's what stage no, fright is, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, okay. Or, or okay. maybe maybe stage fright a little bit. Maybe because doing it in front of people. That's when you're. If you can't do it, what is it about? No, I it? feel like it's very. It's because um, I've been singing all my life yeah like it's a vulnerable thing and then I overthink and then I'm like so, that person's gonna think I'm but yeah. I, I can do it on a stage in front of people that's fine when you're playing like you were saying I'm playing, playing a, character, a character or if like I put a, like a persona on I'm like yeah I am, but I'm, to be yeah. Tony and to be vulnerable yeah, quite, do you think that moment contributed or do you think you've always felt that way because you happily sang All I Want for Christmas and yeah. you weren't playing a character do you think that moment of being left by yourself maybe. felt like now the attention was really on you to perform yeah maybe and it was out of your control because you yeah. hadn't practiced yeah do you think that I'm literally like a therapist. Do you think? Yeah. Tell me what I'm Do you think that contributed to maybe now when you get off on stage, subconsciously, you probably think, have I learned all the words? Yeah. Do I know oh, all no, of it? Definitely. That, mm. that I make sure, like, and I used to work in a, um, a holiday park as well. Yeah. 
So I was an entertainer at Holiday Park. Really? Yeah, and I was doing... I'm just so bad. Like, I just... I just don't know words or songs to say I'm a singer. And I was doing a... Um, I was doing Let It Go from Frozen yeah. on a Christmas party. Yeah. And I had the words in front of me. But yeah. I panicked so much. But oh. I'm thinking, I don't know the words. So probably that. Probably linked. Yeah. And I still got the words wrong. Yeah. But I just growled it out. <laughs> I'll send you that clip as well. <laughs> I will. I, I purely just growled. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I had the words like in front of me, and yeah. you can see me on the video panicking. Yeah. So that yeah, that yeah it, maybe uh, it is, yeah. maybe it isn't, but something to think about, I guess. But yeah. I think it's like they did you dirty. I think they did you dirty. I think they did, but I don't think they. I think I think I they did you dirty about it. I feel like no one said about wouldn't you? Night. I didn't. But but it's meant to be like a choir, aren't you? Yeah. So so if they're playing a new tune mm. that. No one was, but a thousand people. It was to like, the gods, like it was like it was packed out. Like to the gods. you wouldn't, wouldn't they think we all need to sing this because we're in a choir here? Wouldn't I they think, think I that? I think because I was just, I wasn't like fully in the choir. Yeah, they just asked me to sort of have, like, yeah, be the front person of that song. Yeah, but. The person who asked you did you dirty? They didn't communicate. <laughs> it, so- it sounds like you just did you dirty. Yeah, it's it's funny, but it's also like. I feel like all the embarrassing if I didn't have a grandma moments that we laugh at now are really traumatizing actually. No, yeah. Because it's like, what the heck? I can't believe I hummed silent <laughs> night. <laughs> you triggered a memory. I always my memories always get triggered when people are talking about their stuff. Triggered a memory. I used to be in a choir as well, but this was a church choir. Love right? And we were going on tour. It was in a, a Scotland tour. And this was the first time I joined this choir. And <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, and anyway <laughs> i'm getting ready for this tour i'm so excited mm-hmm. right so excited um i'm gonna get myself some new shoes i'm gonna get myself new clothes you know because i'm gonna be in front of people and they're gonna be watching and stuff in different churches so um i decided to go on a website oh no <laughs> The way that you're looking right now is like it's everythingfirepounds.com. Oh, and I was like saving cash, <laughs> definitely saving money, mm-hmm. right? So I went on everythingfirepounds.com and I ordered a pair of like boots, yeah, and they were green. I think I planned it with my outfit that was just right. gonna look good, it was just gonna complete the whole thing. And I didn't take spare shoes besides like these old boots that I had, yeah, like. When I say old, I'm talking, you know, when you can just tell that you these boots are loved. Mm-hmm. They've seen some stuff. Anyway, so the shoes come, yeah. right? And I'm thinking, cool. I don't do, I don't check. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm just, no. I just trusted on. that they were, they, they, they arrived so close to when we were leaving. Okay. As in like arriving yesterday yeah, and yeah, today yeah. is the day mm-hmm. we go i didn't have the time right to try them on and to check anything mm-hmm. i just packed them and i didn't pack anything else there so we go there and the first night is a friday and we're doing a show and i put on my outfit right well i'm looking nice and smart mm-hmm. because we had to dress smart and i go to put my shoes on and i get them out and I am absolutely bamboozled at what I see, right? I was like, oh, wait, what? Did you not even open the packet? I didn't. Really? I didn't. I know that sounds really stupid. Yeah, it does. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. 
So I put them on and I was like, something feels really weird, right? And I looked down and I'm thinking, am I going crazy? Or did they send me two lefts? <gasps> and I was like, surely not. So I take them off and I inspect them and it's light for light. Is it? And I'm literally like, oh my word. What am I going to do? Because I don't have any smart shoes. I just have these old boots yeah. to wear with my smart outfits. Oh, no. And we're going to different churches. Yeah, you have to be smart. <laughs> oh, my God. And everybody else has got their stilettos. Oh, my word. And I was like, could I make this work? Could I make this work? I'm like a problem solver in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was absolutely dumbfounded. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I'm defeated. I had to literally put on the <laughs> the old boots Aww. that were so loved and lived in and that's what i had to wear in front of the churches and the thing is the people who are with um they clocked on they not give you like some spare shoes or anything no one had i'm a size three not oh, many people are size three and no one yeah. had any spare shoes because they packed according to what they were going to need so they did the like the right thing and tried on everything who you, you don't, 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 do that. don't do that don't do what don't make me <laughs> the one who caused this to happen it's everything by yeah I mean yeah they could have sent you like the right thing yeah <laughs> but I should have checked I definitely should have checked if you remember this and you're listening because I feel like everybody in my life who I've known listens <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what were you thinking? What were you feeling? Did <laughs> you not have saved her? <laughs> yeah I should have maybe I should have gone to like no, it was too late. Maybe I should have found a Tesco, but it was too late. It was too late. Oh, you know when a memory randomly pops up in your yeah. head? Yeah, sometimes it does randomly mm-hmm. come up, and I cringe. But I think now that it's out there to the masses, mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. It's got no power to hurt me anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you should just let yours go. And just yeah. be vulnerable because if it's something you love, if it's singing you something you love, then why wouldn't you want to be vulnerable? That's you. That's your soul, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 And do you just enjoy singing or you enjoy music, like writing music or? Um, I apple? used to. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, to write a lot of music. Well, why did you start? Um, I don't know. I think technology happened, and yeah, I had. I used to say, all my friends. If they are listening, but they probably won't be. Um, <laughs> fake. I if will, they're not listening, you're I will, fake. Uh, I'll just copy this and send you it, honey. I always had the most awful phone out of my friendship group. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, like, everyone had Blackberries. Yeah. I had a little, like, flip phone. So, Why? for years, yeah. years and years and years. I've got one, but I've just flushed it down the loo, like, by accident. Oh. I've got a nice phone. <gasps> Sony Ericsson. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> So I was never trusted with phones after that. So yeah. I had an awful phone. So I think what I used to do, I used to, when I was younger, just read a lot. And then I just had a, I had a guitar in my room. I didn't know what what chords I was playing. Yeah. I didn't know what thing. I just knew that it sounded good. Yeah. And I used to sit there and just write loads of songs. Really? But what I just, just, I don't know. Since the technology happened. It's doubting as well. But I never, I've, I never thought I was good enough. Does it make you happy? What? Like, like, do you feel more like you when you're singing and you're yeah. writing? Not as much writing because I massively doubt myself because there's obviously so much out there. I just compare myself to others and I'm like, this doesn't sound good. It sounds cringy. But if I'm singing or if I'm singing another person's song, yeah, 
and that yeah it, i'm properly in my happy place um can i say something if i could just interject just interject my interject. opinions and views a little bit okay. there's there's a lot of like options anyway mm -hmm. like there's so many different restaurants you can go to of the same kind of like fusion if that makes sense it right. could be like indian restaurants and there's so many options for an indian restaurant or chinese there's so many options for a chinese etc right and people still go to those places yeah and there are so many different singers and so many things yeah. out there but your music could be what inspires somebody else yeah like cool they could go to Rihanna, but what if your staff is exactly what they needed? Mm. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's maybe a different way of looking at it. No, that's, like, no that's a really good word. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of podcasts, but what if this is something that somebody needed? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's what it's all about because you are... I feel like it's an outlet anyway yeah. to write music. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if you are doing something that is you and yeah. it is actually you enjoy singing anyway yeah why yeah. wouldn't you i 100 percent know why you're with dalio really <laughs> he has had the same conversations with me so many times we give speeches you a lot <laughs> like, listen let me give you a speech <laughs> so he sent he sent me like um it was ages ago yeah like instrumental yeah he does like produces music and stuff like that yeah and he was like turn just write something yeah and i wrote something and it wasn't like it wasn't awful yeah but i just I, i'm just one of those I just if i do it i'll stick to it oh no i won't stick to it <laughs> who says you've got to i feel like mm. i feel like it's just it's just something yeah right something that you know you enjoy singing mm -hmm. right and yeah you enjoy singing other people's stuff but what have you got to say What's, what's your voice? What's really your voice? Because singing other people's stuff is studying their range, studying what they did, how they controlled it, and what they do. But if it's your own stuff, you dictate what happens in that song. You dictate yeah, the melody. Yeah, I never thought about that, actually. Come on. We're wise ones, yeah. that joking. I just, I just talk. No, no you are. Honestly, you, but, you and Dali like, like, like listening to him. Yeah. Like, you are so similar, and that's exactly what he said to me. But just deep it, though. Yeah. Just do you and just be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I feel like this, being on the podcast, yeah, is vulnerable as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I just say I was like nervous, yeah, from here. How come, how, how are you feeling now that you've Good. spoken a little bit? Good, yeah, yeah. I feel like I massively hide everything under humor, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, but why do you think it's God? It's funny, I'm trying, not, I'm trying not to crack close a joke right now, just do it, yeah, just be you. We're moving into the deeper part of the conversation. Okay. And I had to check this topic with you because I feel like it's a it's a very probably a deep topic for a lot of people out there, but maybe we just don't realize it. Mm. Um but I was like I want to talk to you about body image. Yeah. Right? Because I thought and that was so random because you were like, how come you thought of that? And I was like, just kind of like randomly mm -hmm. because I just thought I struggle with it myself. So it might be a good topic to cover. Yeah. But yeah. So I know that you said you also struggle with your body yeah, image. Massively. Yeah. How, how have you navigated it and where do you think your struggle started? I think, honestly, my struggle started when I was very young. Yeah. Like, I've got... I so, I've got like a little bit of a belly and then I, I call it, like, I, I, no, I can't describe what I call it. I'll tell you after. I will, I call it like a little, like squid, like a little pouch. Yeah. But it's the way that my tummy just goes out. Yeah. Like, it just goes like 
flat and then it just has like a little pouch at the bottom yeah and no matter how skinny i've got I yeah i've gotten really really skinny in the past yeah. it's still there yeah but my mum used to say it was genetic yeah so we know we used to go to like the swimming baths when yeah. you were younger yeah um in primary school everyone just had like flat tummies yeah but i always had like a little pouch yeah but i think it's just genetic yeah and or it's whether my organs go out or something but no matter how skinny i get i can't get rid of it yeah so i think that's what happened yeah when i was younger i'll compared myself to everyone else and oh. then I kind of like and then I used to cry about getting into bikinis um and I've just struggled really with it massively I think I have like yeah and I I've had a massive issue yeah with my weight yeah and like not recognizing who I am and this is quite deep but sometimes I'll like look at pictures of myself yeah and I'll be like that's not me like I really? don't yeah I will look in the mirror and I'm like I don't recognize that person so when Can you I? look at when you look at pictures, let's say at a stage where you thought you were big, mm-hmm. right, and then you are now in a place where you think you're big, yeah, and you look at pictures of when you thought you were yeah, big, I'm like, you go, tiny. oh my god, I'm like you're tiny, I can't believe I thought I used to be big there, yeah, like there's so many pictures in my phone of mm. before pictures, mm. I just never did the afters, yeah, and I found them the other day, like I just I needed to clear out my phone because it's like storage, yeah, and I found a few of my before pictures, I'm like, oh. You were like have an amazing figure there. Yeah. You still curvy. Yeah. And you still have your little belly pouch. Yeah. Which is um I'll always have. Yeah. But I used to I thought I was really fat. And I've been in relationships where I've been like told I'm a bit bigger. Yeah. And I've been told like right, we're gonna go on a diet. So yeah, it's just massively That has obviously hasn't helped no. to your body image um issues. You said you started navigating or going through it when you were younger. Yeah. How old would you say you were if you remember? Definitely in primary school, so about maybe. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Maybe like six. Really? Yeah. That makes me sad. Because I'm thinking of myself, I think I was really naive to my body. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I ever studied it until... I think it's until I came to the West, number one. Mm-hmm. But... I think where my problem started is, you know, when I was eating and I was like, yeah, I've always been trying to eat really <laughs> fast, right? I think my problem started with food. Did it? Yeah, as opposed to looking at myself and yeah. going, oh, I think I'm fat, mm-hmm. right? I think it started with food. And when I was like trying to go back to think where it started, I think it was more or less, I've always enjoyed food. Yeah. Right? And uh, there's pictures or there were pictures where my little brother is being fed and I'm literally staring at the food like we're eating. 
right? Oh. But I think because it was always commented upon right. um, about how much I loved food, right? I think it started to get inside yeah. my head of almost as if knowing I love food, but feeling like I can't love it too it, like, much. It's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, to be like, oh, when I eat too much, I get told, oh my gosh, you just love food. Now I feel bad because I said to you, you ate really quick earlier. <laughs> no, but I do eat really quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just made me feel sad, Tony. Like, you just said hello, just an insecurity. The thing is, right, I feel like it's not an insecurity for me to eat quick. I think I've always eaten quick, but I yeah. think the reason why I even eat quick, the reasons are more or less nothing related to my relationship with food i just eat quick yeah i just i just love it (laughs) yeah yeah but i think the commentary on like oh my gosh how much have you got in your plate yeah i think that's that getting in my head of does that contribute to the way i look and things like that and i think society has it helped no massively not coming from the well i was born in the 90s but when my brain was developing and i was going through through puberty it was the noughties yep this is the kate moss era the yeah, naomi campbell era the thigh gap the thigh gap era yeah. the tumblr era yeah jeez yeah how can we actually win against that fight no it was the skinny girl era it was the skinny skinny, skinny not fla- slim skinny, skinny yeah flat tummy just everything and i think looking at those were our role models in yeah. magazines and stuff yeah and I think that's what we started comparing ourselves to. Or let me speak for myself. I started comparing no, myself No, I was the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that massively helped. No. And like you, my genetics aren't flat tummy. My sister's got a really flat tummy. I feel like that hasn't helped either. <laughs> <laughs> Having a sister who is the complete opposite body oh, type really? to you. Yeah, I'm more like, I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm mm. more athletic build mm-hmm. and I'm like straight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd not curvy. So I'm an awkward body, mm-hmm. and there is no shape to me. My sister is small waist, right. flat stomach. Yep. Okay. She's got hips. She's right. got a nice body. And I think, comparing myself to her, because mm-hmm. she fit more the mold of Naomi Campbell. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just been awkward for me, but I think it started with food for me. Yeah. Right. So it's just interesting to know that yours started at early age, but it was more or less comparing yourself to yeah, other people. Was, yeah. And then I think it was like going through like the early ages of the internet and seeing those like skinny, yeah, skinny people and just not being able to to get that. Because yeah. I've got I've got like a little bit of a like a little waist, but I've got really big hips. Yeah. And I don't. I, I don't. Wish. I don't look. Like, I don't look like... But even when I was really skinny... Yeah. And my friends got really worried about me at one point because I was really skinny. Do you think you were going through stuff? Oh, yeah. I was with, I was with an ex-girlfriend. And yeah. And I would be so anxious that all I would do was just, like, smoke... Yeah. And have... And drink. Like, I wasn't eating. What was it? Because I was it? so anxious. What was it about that relationship? Was she toxic? It, oh, it was so toxic. It or was, you were toxic to each other. See, I think... I never want to do play the play the blame game yeah but i think i definitely didn't react healthily at all but yeah. to what she was doing yeah so the way that i could have handled it was definitely better like yeah me now yeah i've been just walked away from lots of situations but i would like ruminate yeah and i would, like, and I would just like chain smoke yeah and just be constantly anxious like i'd throw up all the time it's um, really crazy how we cling on to those kinds of relationships but then now i'm time. like what were you doing yeah you just, I'm just too, I'm more chilled now. Yeah. Maybe it's because, you know, like, I'm I'm in a better place, but um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, wasn't good. Can I ask you a question? It's a little bit of a reflective one and I don't know. I, I don't know. But coming from Malawi and coming to the West, do you think it's more of a West thing to have that kind of society where there are a lot of body image issues? Because in Malawi, being bigger is celebrated. Well, was yeah. when I was lived there. Yeah, yeah. Being a... Because to us, it showed wealth in a way of right yeah you can afford to eat yeah, <laughs> and yeah i don't yeah, know if yeah. that makes sense right no it does yeah yeah so in a world where there's like i don't know if i'm misrepresenting but this is how i remember mm-hmm. it right the richer people can afford to eat mm-hmm. good food or whatever mm-hmm. it is and the, so therefore they are more meatier yeah and the ones who are living in poverty are not bigger right but in the west it's almost as if it's the other way around i think so I think this is definitely just my point of view, but we're so obsessed with image and how we are perceived by other yeah. people that being skinny yeah. is a good thing because it's more attractive. But who said? Yeah. Who ever wrote the rule book and said? I don't, no one. And, but it just happened. It happened over many years that we to be skinnier is like prettier yeah but why (laughs) and it's always been the case even like when let's say kim kardashian was in her uh, in her more voluptuous stage Mm -hmm. right now she's lost so much weight she's in her skinny stage Mm -hmm. right but when she was there people we were still obsessed with being skinny yeah you know what i mean yeah and to me that's strange Mm -hmm. because i feel like we should be more focused on being healthy and healthy in your mind as well yeah yeah right because i think it's a lot of it is psychological but i feel like if you are born in the west that's why again i'll go back to this if you're born in the west you're exposed to these things earlier Mm -hmm. on i came here when i was nine i think that's why i was saying i was quite naive to my body yeah quite a bit yeah until the food thing became a thing but Six years old is very young yeah. to be looking at another person and comparing your bodies. Yeah. Do you think you had the right... Oh, maybe I couldn't say that. Do you think you had the encouragement and the support that you needed from your family, from no. your caregivers? No, so I had a really rough, like really rough upbringing mm. where it was chaos constantly in the household. Mm. So I wasn't paid much attention whatsoever because it was just... Lots of... So, basically, my mum was an alcoholic. Yeah. And my whole childhood revolved around my mum being drunk mm. or what happened, what what state she got in or whatever. Mm. That I wasn't... I wasn't a priority. Yeah. Because it was just worried about what she... Everyone was yeah. worried about what she was doing. Yeah. So, I don't think I was. And I didn't... I was like... I was an only child, but I had a brother that just came on weekends and we don't, we don't have a relationship or anything yeah. like that. So it was just me. So like it was just me in that, house, in that household. Yeah. Um, my dad used to work late, or he was a he was an angry man. So um, it was just a lot. I don't think I was nurtured at all. Okay. So I, I yeah made these coping mechanisms, and my friend to get really deep. My friend will tell you. Yeah. I constantly badmouthed myself. Like I constantly yeah. like oh, I look fine in that picture. Yeah. And regularly she has. Um, and I hope she's listening, but I would definitely send this to her. Yeah. She regularly has pep talks with me. She's like, Tony, like, 
you're thinking that because yeah. you're telling yourself that yeah, yeah. and you're projecting that out but yeah. I say I say yeah but if I don't say it I feel like other people are thinking it yeah and if I say it and I laugh it off yeah and I'm not yeah like they're they'll think oh yeah she knows that she's fat so if she's laughing about it yeah then it's funny can I ask you a question then go for it even if people were thinking it what what next yeah I don't know do you know what I mean it's bad like it's it's been made out to be bad like if I'm if I'm a bit more chunky and I know I'm chunkier but it's it's in my head it's related to like negativity it's like a negative thing what what would you then do if somebody was to come to you and say you're really fat right what would you do about it well first i'd headbutt them <laughs> and then i'd probably cry <laughs> but then over time do you think you would just spend time thinking about yeah, it yeah I'd, I'd probably would go on a diet but then I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I massively shouldn't. Right. And I see these people out there and they're so confident and they're like really attractive, but they're bigger. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, queen. And I'd yeah. love to have that energy. Oh, I would I love would never to. I would never look at someone and be like, You're fat, I'd be like, You're great, or I'd like I love those trousers. Like yeah. I don't look at that. But yeah. I can't do it for myself. I don't know why. I think what it's helped me is um Going to the gym, I used to go to the gym for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And going on a diet, I used to diet for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I have definitely starved myself before just yeah. so I can lose my pouch. But yeah. it's genetic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't freaking go away. Yeah. <laughs> ever, no matter how many sit-ups I mm-hmm. do. But I would tell myself I'm fat. Or I would look at pictures and say I'm fat. Um, and then I would tell myself to go on a diet and guess where the number one place I look for when it came to researching diets I would research a diet and it would usually say like this celebrity did it yeah and I'm like defo I'm gonna do it then yeah, if a celebrity will do it yeah. yeah and um to me that I realized that that was so unhealthy because mm. there would be a time there'll be times this is true story where I would be so hungry because I'm limiting how much I'm eating because I'm following a diet. Mm-hmm. But to even eat something, I would feel guilty for eating yeah. it because I'd be like, they didn't recommend an extra banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't recommend an extra banana. So I ate that. And I would then, you know, research faster ways to lose weight as well. Yeah. And they'll, they'll give you solutions like maybe if you drink this or maybe if you have that. Yeah. And I'll try that. And it just isn't healthy. Yeah. So I realized that doing all of those things for the wrong reasons is probably what makes it suck even more, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But the only way I got to that realization was just to accept that I physically can only do what I can in terms of like the gym can only do so much for me yeah. before I start thinking I need to go and get BBL or to go and yeah, get this yeah, done. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. 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 So I think for me, it started becoming like, what is my motivation? Mm-hmm. And I think health is just at the forefront of, and feeling strong. Yeah. Physically strong was at the forefront of why I was doing the, what I was doing. But in terms of meals, I said to myself, I am not going to go hungry again because what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're saying good to me, but you're saying that you was extra skinny at some point. Yeah, I'm told you, I'm very good at giving advice. Yeah. And like (laughs) preaching everyone else like, yes, queen. And then I come to myself, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. What was going on through your head in your skinny stage? Were you 
doing it so you can be skinny or you're going through things like you were saying like a bad relationship yeah i think it was just i didn't i didn't become obsessed with my weight or anything like mm. that i was just i did it because i was really anxious and then i obviously i used to do a musical theater degree mm. so i'd be up doing a yeah. workout at nine o'clock in the morning yeah off after not eating anything mm. and it just kind of like fell off me mm. because i was wasn't eating anything because i was so anxious yeah Oh, that's um, not good. And oops, sorry. And doing musical theatre as well. Can you imagine you are busy, I was so you're busy. not keeping up with it. No, so I, it's literally Monday to Friday, basically. Yeah. Like sometimes eight till eight till eight. Yeah. Some, day, some days. Yeah. And then I'd work on the weekends as well. Yeah. So, Can I ask you something? Go for it. Have you ever felt this way? I don't know if it's just me, but have you ever forgotten to eat? at some point but you're actually a little bit happy that you forgot to eat yeah that's what i used to be like oh wait i've only eaten like wait a bit <laughs> yeah or something like, oh look at me she's skinny <laughs> it's, six, it's 6 p.m and i've only had a banana <laughs> i'm such a skinny girl <laughs> oh, I'm skinny. My, my stomach is definitely gonna be flat out today like, yeah, like it's proper shrunk now I'm yeah like, it's like a shoe nut so <laughs> isn't that just mad though to think um, doesn't that make you a little bit sad because you shouldn't skip a meal no and the best way to lose weight apparently oh there's so much info out there i don't yeah. know what to believe but apparently this is to eat yeah. and just balance it all out but and it's all about like, proteins yeah like but i think a lot of people now are focusing on more on protein and, yeah and blah 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 but like i can't help it i love food i um, love food i feel, I feel guilty yeah like, eating but i love like crisps chocolate everything yeah at night yeah fully me too. I feel I feel guilty the next day. Me too. Why do you think we feel guilty though? Because I feel like surely it can't just be society that's causing us to feel guilty and other traumas. Do you think there's a hard wired thing in us that when we eat unhealthily, we don't feel good about it? I feel like we've been brought up thinking. If we have two chocolate bars instead yeah. of one, then we're going to instantly put on weight. Yeah. But I saw this thing the other day. They were like, if you have one, if you have a pizza one night, yeah, you're not going to straight away put it on. But if you continue to eat pizza like every night for like yeah. a month, then obviously it's going to go on because it's not healthy and it's like unhealthy fats and stuff. Yeah. But if we have just like one, one chocolate bar, yeah, extra, it's yeah. not going to do anything. Yeah. So you like make, but we do feel guilty. guilty. I feel, I feel so guilty. In the moments when you are being hard on yourself, right, and you're saying that you just laugh it off, and that's your way of coping. Yeah. Right. What's really going in your head after you've done that? Do you talk to yourself and say to yourself, "You've got to let this go at some point. You've got to let this go." No. No. I just sink inside my like I feel like I sink inside my brain. Yeah. And I just get overwhelmed with the thoughts. Yeah. Of you need to do something about it. Like I won't I don't ever give myself a break. Yeah. And do I something about what? Your body? Yeah, like I don't know, like I have moments where I um like Tony, you really need to stop being so hard on myself, but it's yeah. just an instant thing. Yeah. It's my natural reaction is yeah. to be negative about myself. Yeah. And I want it to be, like, I want to be proud of myself and I yeah. want it to look like I look good or whatever, but yeah. it just doesn't come natural to me. So it's hard for me to change those thinking patterns. Do you think Do you think that your parents not being as, uh, I, I don't know them, 
But do you think your parents not being as nurturing as you needed them to be as a young child contributed to the fact that you are tough on yourself? Definitely. Just because if they were to give you compliments, I feel like we all need it when we're Mm -hmm. younger to be like, you're so beautiful and encourage you like that. Do you think you probably would have had a little bit more confidence in yourself? Definitely. I feel like I've tried to be my own cheerleader. Mm. For a very long time. For a very, very long time. And it's just draining. Yeah. And if you haven't had other cheerleaders and we are the people who are hardest to us, Mm -hmm. especially the ones who aren't narcissists, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we are so hard on ourselves, then it's constantly a battle of doing both. But negativity usually wins over our positive voice. Yeah. Right. What do you like about yourself? When you look in the mirror, yeah, in your vulnerable state and you look at yourself, what do you like about yourself? Um, I try and do this. And yeah. It's hard. I think I, I think I've got nice eyes. Yeah. But really, mm. you know what has drawn me to you? That's funny. First of all, that you think you've got nice eyes because I don't. I'm joking. <laughs> all right. I don't like them. All right. You, you, you corn, you corn chili wasn't actually that bang yet. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it was actually really disgusting. I was just being polite. <laughs> it's interesting. No, you do have nice eyes, but it's interesting that me as a stranger meeting you for the first time, mm-hmm. even though we're not strangers, the thing that I was drawn to first and foremost for foremost was your smile and your laugh. Really? It brightens up your whole face. Your whole face and demeanor changes when you laugh and really? you smile. Yeah. And you've got a beautiful face as well. Oh, I, but it glows when you laugh and you smile. <laughs> Do you know what oh. I mean? Like, See, I instantly just thought then, what are my chubby cheeks? That instantly but, just came into my head when you were like, this smile is like, like nice. I was like, yeah, but you can see my cheeks though. But can I tell you something? Ooh, the way you've presented yourself to me is the way I accept you. Yeah. So I am not looking at chubby cheeks when you smile. I'm not thinking of you having chubby cheeks because I think this is you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Only you scrutinize yourself to yeah. that extent. Because I'm not thinking it. I'm just thinking what a radiant smile that makes her face glow. Thank you. And you're going into things that you have said to yourself yeah. that is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But what cheeks would you like to have? Whose cheeks would you like to have on your face? I don't know. And if they were on your face, do you think you'd recognize yourself? No, probably not. <laughs> you probably have like, what's that when you feel like you're in somebody else's, like you're imposter syndrome yeah yeah, yeah yeah like you're an imposter because you're thinking i'm thinking like tony but i'm not looking at myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you probably miss your quote-unquote chubby cheeks even though they're yeah. not yeah but if you could dig deep dig deep and say it's not that bad it's not as bad as i tell myself yeah what is that it's not just your eyes I, I generally don't know. Really? Yeah. We need to work on that. Yeah. I think personality-wise, mm. I think I'm absolutely hilarious. Yeah. But, I mean, you didn't laugh then, so that made me... but if i laughed at that it means that i don't find you hilarious right (laughs) um no i'm I'm joking i'm joking but no honestly like physically wise i don't know when i have when i get my hair done my hair done my hair's quite nice yeah (laughs) that's a good thing i feel like you should keep empowering yourself because there's got to be things about you that you just accept is the way they are because when you've talked 
you said I've got a flat stomach, but it's got a pouch. It means you accept the other parts of your stomach, but it's just this one area. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I would say the same for me because whenever I'm focusing on myself and the things that are wrong on me physically, mm-hmm. it's usually I don't have any hips and I don't have a small waist and I've got a pouch. Mm-hmm. And then that's as far as it goes. I don't look at my legs and slate them, right? Mm-hmm. So... How about I focus on the other areas that I don't have a problem with? Because that could be the bits that empower me and say, you know what, I've got nice this. Yeah. I've got nice that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can balance it out. Yeah. Because I know that you don't focus on everything. You don't look at your eyebrows and say they're so shit. I bet you don't even notice them. Because you're busy noticing other things that are more important to you. Notice your eyebrows. Your eyebrows are great. Like, I don't have anything on them right now. I don't have... I've got sparse eyebrows because they're really, really thin. Eyebrows. No, I can see yours. Yeah, I can see yours. I thought you had eyeliner, like, or no. eyebrow pencil on no, yours. No, I've got no makeup on today. You are a beautiful it a girl. Late, it was a late morning. And I'm not just saying that because we're having this topic, but you are a beautiful girl. Stop it. No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I should have met you when you were younger. I give my daughter all the compliments. Is it? Do you Good. think there's too Good. many? No. Too much compliments no. you can give your child? Not at all. To the point where they get conceited? Um, I feel like as long as, you know, you. I don't know. I don't think there's too many I don't know. I don't know. I'm st- I'm still asking myself that question. But if I was to go with first answer that comes to my head, I would say I don't think there is too no. many compliments. I think, I think it's how you like, balance it yeah, out. It's on, yeah, that's what I mean. It's only like, like genuine. Yeah. Like genuine compliments. And yeah. they, don't, they don't grow up to be quite like, I don't know, big-headed or walk around being yeah. cocky or whatever. Yeah. Which, you know, there are some people out there that are very cocky. Yeah. And they're absolutely... They think they're yeah. amazing. Um, but I think praise recognition is necessary compliments is so necessary yeah especially in younger minds 100 percent. yeah because it makes them feel confident about themselves yeah i wonder where i went i went wrong then because my parents used to really compliment me right they used to well actually actually i think the difference is they used to tell me compliments and give me the encouragement when i'm complaining about myself right but they didn't do it just randomly yeah I, I can look at olivia and go you are so beautiful baby and when you smile it's amazing i love it when you smile and then leave it there mm-hmm. right and she goes thank you and then Aww. we just leave it there but my parents were more or less when she, let's say i'm like i'm so ugly and i hate this that's on the like, no 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 yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. so it's like i've i had that encouragement and support but i don't think it was there before i got to the point where i was feeling that about myself yeah yeah but you saying or from what i'm understanding it was neither for you no have you ever like told your mom this or is it just a conversation that's never come up because she's not here anymore oh is she not no yeah so when i was younger both my mom and dad died oh so yeah i had no idea that's made my heart jump has it? Yeah, when you're like, oh. So that's what I mean. I've been my own. It's been me. Just you. Just me. Wait, how old were you when they passed? So my mum was four. No, I was 14 when my mum died and I was 18 when my dad died. Oh. Oh. I, that's a lot of ours. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's all I've known now. Yeah. 
Um, what happened? So my mum was an alcoholic. Yeah. So, and yeah, so she died from a okay. and then my dad had cancer. Oh. And then he died from that. So. Oh. So who have you got now, like family-wise? Um. Well, I did used to have a really close relationship with my stepmom, but that's rocky now. So mm. I don't have I don't have that support. Um. I have some family in like Devon and Cornwall, but I don't mm. see them, and they are supportive when when I do get in touch, but I don't want to concern anyone. Yeah. It's, it's just me and like i have like three really good friends yeah that i can count <laughs> is that is that tough for you not to have too much of a close family or it has been tough and i yeah. do get really jealous yeah i get massively jealous of other people yeah um and i don't mind i really don't mind talking about it it happens there's nothing i can do to change it yeah i think the way that i am now and i never want to be or blame everything on the past but i think the way that i am now is a lot of the reason is because of what happened when i was little yeah of course um but it's it has shown me that I am actually really strong. Of course. And I've got through a lot of things. And yeah. I'll carry on going and I'll just keep batting away every obstacle that wants to throw my way. Yeah. I'll just keep doing it. Yeah. What do you do in moments when you are struggling with it? Do you still struggle with the, the yeah. deaths of your parents? Yeah, I think so. I think I didn't cope very well with it when I was younger. Yeah. And I did. I laughed it off. And I had, that sounds horrible, but really? I used humour. I was in college, like, the next, like, two days after my dad died. Yeah. Just pretending, like, this has happened. Yeah. And. Do you and, think uh, you, sh- you suppress a lot of things? Yeah, And massively. you push them down. Yeah. A lot. And then I have, like, really bad episodes where I'm, like, so overwhelmed. Yeah. And I cannot get out of my own head. Yeah. And I'm, I am a bit like, woe is me. Like, why did this happen to me? Yeah. And other times I'm like, well, it did happen. Yeah. So you can have a mope around. Yeah. Or you can carry on. Yeah. So who is there for you? I do I have can, family. It's just mm, they're not close family. Yeah, they're Sorry. not around. Yeah, like, and I don't. And I, and I know. And I don't want to worry. I don't want to worry my like my grandma and stuff down like in Devon and Cornwall. Why not? What? How do you know it would be worry to the extent that you think number one and and why not give them the opportunity to worry or not worry? I think because. A lot of the time when I was younger, I felt like if I did try and ask for help, mm. I was very much, it's attention-seeking. Mm. So I always feel bad, and I've, I'm getting it now, like I feel like I'm attention-seeking by telling you my story. I don't know why, I just do it, I get it in my head. Mm. So I don't want to worry people, mm. and it be, I think it's attention-seeking. I'm not a therapist or anything like that, yeah. but it sounds a little bit like what you were saying. You've been your own cheerleader. It sounds like you have probably felt, I don't want to like speak for you, but it's no, almost no, as if you have probably felt seen, not heard, or even no one has asked you if you're okay and no mm. one has been there for you most of the time. So you've kind of like gone inward since then since a very young age your mum was an alcoholic that's already something you were dealing with yeah but you are so young that you probably won't aren't computing what this means necessarily no i just thought it was normal yeah i just thought this is normal like this is normal life this is a every kid like yeah you know ring up an ambulance thinking that their mum's dead really like because she because she was passed out like yeah does that happen to everyone yeah it was just so normal like i wouldn't cry i wouldn't i wouldn't really do much you just 
I'd like, just take hold of it. I, yeah. would, I had to be a parent. Yeah. Lots of times where I'd find, like, bottles and stuff. Yeah. And I remember one time, actually, my mum picked me up from school because she moved out by that point. And she got us a 7-Up each or a Sprite each. And I was so clued on with what alcohol meant and what alcohol, alcohol did to people. Mm. I was like, mum, can I have a little bit of that? And mm. she was like, no, you've got your own. I was like, no, I want a bit of that. Mm. And she's like, no, you've got your own. You can have your own. I was... About, I was probably about six or seven, so yeah. like Olivia's age. Yeah. And I took the bottle and it was just pure vodka and I knew what really? it smelled like. Yeah. And I just poured it down the sink and then like called my dad. Yeah. And then she was just pissed. Really? Yeah. See, I that's know. tough. It sounds like because, well, I always like feel like I speak on behalf of people, but it's just from no. what I'm hearing. It just sounds a little bit like you've been left to it and the world is more negative than it is positive. Yeah, massively. So I feel like already it's at a disadvantage mm -hmm. and your environment is also negative. Like, it's no wonder that you would be super negative about yourself, yeah. about everything that you do, you scrutinise it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm clawing my way back, like I'm running behind people Yeah, and I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. I feel like I'm always a step behind. Yeah. Because I want to be the best person I can be, but it does take work. Yeah. I don't yeah, that's like a bit of a weird way of describing it, but it does that Mental make sense? health is exhausting. Oh yeah. It is exhausting because you're in captivity in mm -hmm. your head. And that's the thing that stops you from doing a lot of things is what we think. I, I'm a procrastinator, right? Yeah. And I procrastinate because I always think I can do it later. Mm -hmm. My thoughts made me procrastinate. It's me, mm -hmm. right? So, of course, you're going to feel that way because you are living in your own head and you're exhausted even just trying to make sense of what you've gone through. Yeah. Because it's a lot. Yeah. Right? To experience that in your childhood and to lose your mum to it, I feel like... That is intense. Yeah. It's weird, like, when I describe it, like, mm. when I'm talking about it to you, mm. it's like I'm describing someone else's life. Yeah. It's really weird. How come you... Do you think you've dissociated yourself from it? Yeah. Because you're just, like... I think it's too traumatic. Yeah. I think... Um, I describe it, and I, and I describe what happened, and it's horrible. And mm. I'm like, oh, wait, that was me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I did that. Yeah. Well, that happened to me. I've got so many stories yeah. that I can tell you. And I'm like, oh no, wait, that's I did that. Actually that yeah, me. yeah, it's crazy. But like, I have just switched off. But do you think that's a good idea? Do you think that it's a good idea not to address it? No, I don't think it's a good idea. It's not a good idea. Oh, it, 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 it's not a good idea to not address, address it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think from an early age, I think you should own own it. Yeah, like own whatever you're feeling. Yeah, and accept it. Yeah, but to not address it is not owning it. But I mean? also feel like you didn't have anyone to teach you to own it. No, I didn't. I didn't have anyone to teach me to own it. Actually, I grew up in a culture that told me to shush. Yeah, whenever I'm feeling it, I yeah. also felt like, or oh, I got told, I'm just attention seeking. Yeah, I'm teaching my child to feel it, which right? is a good thing, I think. Because yeah. You know, like, what's the point of not feeling it? And feeling guilty for feeling it. Yeah. And and I just think to myself, if she's crying, it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. Even if I think it's petty to me, mm -hmm. but to her, that's a whole world is crashed for some reason. Right? So I don't think you had anybody to encourage you to feel it. Actually, you mentioned that you were 
you had to be the parent or the grown-up. Yeah. That's a massive responsibility. Yeah. You don't have time to think and feel as a child being no. a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, guess what? You had to go to school. Yeah. And be a child. Try to. Already that's... Conf- <laughs> yeah, you did say it was chaos, but already that's really confusing. Yeah. You know, so... I can't imagine you would look in the mirror and love yourself because everything else around you isn't surrounded with love or in love, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you've you've actually hit the nail on the head. And I have been to so many counselling sessions. Yeah. And I feel like it's just a, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you're afraid? Because you've suppressed your feelings for so long, do you think you're afraid to go through it? I feel like it's... I'm not afraid. It's more like it's so different. Mm. Like I'm so used to being so negative that when I do be positive or something, it feels just alien to me. Yeah, it feels like, like I'm being fake. Yeah, I'm like shut up. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not being true to who I am because I am negative to myself. Yeah. But I will 100% sing anyone's praises. Yeah, and I throw so much positivity to anyone. Yeah, and I'm so positive and optimistic when yeah. someone tells me like a bad story. I'm like, yeah, but this can happen. Yeah, and I'm like you. I want to find a solution. Yeah, I want to fix a problem. Yeah, for other people. Yeah, but when it comes to me, I'm like, yeah, that's that's happened. Yeah, and you kind of like go through it and through the motions well I tend to go through the motions by myself mostly first and foremost because I think I don't want to like tell everybody that or yeah, yeah. Like, burden people with mm-hmm. that but I, f- I want you to know that you are deserving of all that love like you didn't have the caregivers that children deserve yeah. and need but that is tough because that is a lot especially because you don't have them to address it with yeah, I think it would be so much easier, I think, if I just confronted yeah. them now and be like, do you know what, that's really messed me up. Yeah. And obviously my dad couldn't help. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. He had cancer. Yeah. But my mum drunk herself to death. Yeah. Which you know is, I mean? which is... It is an illness, 100%, yeah. and she could not, and I wouldn't wish on anyone, like, I'm not saying she did anything on purpose, but it is her own actions. And she couldn't help it. It was yeah. an illness. I do want to confront her. Yeah, I would feel hurt yeah. by it. I, I think I'm a, I'm a really emotional person and I do take things personally, like before, <laughs> right? But I would feel really hurt because the way I would be thinking, and this is not to project anything on you, yeah. but I would be thinking, why didn't you try for me? And you that's know what, what I, mean? I felt quite a lot the yeah. time when I was younger. Yeah. I think moving back to the body image, besides telling yourself the things that you like about yourself, what else do you think that you could do to gain that confidence in yourself? I don't know. I feel like accepting compliments could be one of them. I can't. Because when I was complimenting I you... I can't accept compliments. I'm literally like... You were laughing your head off. I was like, ah, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I can sing you a song. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but I think accepting a compliment might be a good starting point as well. Maybe. Just to say, try just going, thank you. And then try go home and noticing that thing about yourself. Look I in the mirror and smile at yourself. I try to, but I cringe. Like if someone says, oh, like if I'm generally feeling good, like don't get me wrong, if someone says, someone's like, your hair looks good, I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know like, that. I'm not awful. I'm not mm. like so bad all the time. But sometimes when I'm not feeling it, I'm mm. like, you look great. I'm like, ah. 
Um, <laughs> JK, but, if do, JK. Yeah, but if I do feel good, I'm like, yeah, I know I look, I look pretty fire, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> the days that you don't, you are unable to take the compliment. Is it actually because you you don't look good physically or because you mentally aren't okay? Probably both. Yeah. Yeah. But if I could say the voices in which we should trust, right, not all the time, right, because I've had some toxic exes who have told me some weird stuff about the way I look and appear, but I feel like we know when somebody's being genuine or not. Yeah. I think when you know that this person is somebody who doesn't lie to me and is genuine, accept the compliment mm -hmm. and really take it in and be like, they wouldn't say that if they didn't mean it. Yeah. Oof. If you could tell young you, right? It's going to get deep. It's going to get very deep. But if you could tell six-year-old you who's looking around and comparing herself to the others, what would you say to her in those moments if you could just appear and say, listen, Tony? I'd be like, listen, Tony, you're actually a, a bad bee. Yeah. And you need to step up. Yeah. And I would probably compliment her to... Yeah. And say you look amazing. You've got great hair. Don't dye it. Yeah. Because I'm naturally ginger. Yeah. And it's a gorgeous color. And I didn't. Ginger. And I dyed it. Yeah. Um. And I can't get it back now. Um. And I'd be like, you, you, you're, you're funny. Yeah. You, you, you make people laugh. And yeah. You need to be really kind to yourself. Yeah. Because you're gonna go through a lot of trauma, mate. Yeah. And you really, I'm gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I feel it's like okay. Crying. Listen, it's a deep place here. This is. This is a space that I want people to feel that they can just be vulnerable. The truth of the matter is our parents have messed us up. Mm. They have. Mm -hmm. And their parents messed them up. Yeah. And it's just the cards it's that we've like been dealt with. Yeah. And we've experienced things that have happened to us. And, you know, our exes have said things. Our friends have said things. Our teachers have mm -hmm. said things. It's real life. Yeah. And there is no one person who can say, I'm immune to all of that. Yeah. We were all subject to some kind of bullying, some kind of trauma. We've been, probably been somebody's bully, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we tend to hold ourselves back and think, oh, being vulnerable is a bad thing. But is it? Yeah. Because the way I look at it, we all experience mental health. We all, unless you're a narcissist or a psychopath, yeah. but we all do say bad things to ourselves while simultaneously trying to be a good human. Yeah. So if you feel like crying, let it out. But you are going to give me a lump in my throat because if you start crying, I'm going <laughs> to tear up. I nearly did that. I nearly <laughs> did that. I'm not going to cry now. My speech made you put yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. What else would you say you were busy talking to Tony in the past? What do you mean? You were telling yourself as a young girl, you were telling yourself. You're going to make you'd, me cry. You'd give yourself uh, so many compliments. But, yeah, I'd literally just say, like, just be really kind to yourself mm. because... You know, it's a lot of um, a lot of bad stuff is probably going to happen, and mm. you have to like, you know, it's just you. Yeah. So you really need to you need to really be kind to yourself and, mm. and love yourself. Mm. That's what I'd say. I feel like you've spoken to young Tony, but you can take that because mm. it has happened. You have been through the stuff you're warning her about, but the being kind to yourself. I feel like we can start that immediately. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you complimenting yourself and the things you told yourself, that's what counts now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you can take all of that and you can keep telling yourself that, you know what, you have gone through a lot of stuff, right? It's been more than a fair show of what most people can handle. Mm -hmm. 
and you've handled it yeah through humor but that's your thing right but you're here and you're still here you know what I mean and you haven't given up on yourself and you haven't given up on life mm -hmm. which is very commendable thank you do you know <laughs> what I mean it's very commendable some people give up mm -hmm. right and understandable because it's tough mm -hmm. but you haven't so maybe young tony is here listening because the stuff that you were going through was when you were young yeah so there's still part of you that's six years old looking after your mom in your head do you know yeah. what i mean there's still bits like that yeah yeah so talk to, you're, you're talking to yourself yeah and you are beautiful but where do you see yourself being you know what kind of tony i know you we spoke about where you or what you would tell yourself right if you were to speak to young tony but where do you see yourself being ideally where do you see yourself where's your mental health where is your physical health i think i'm just honestly trying to take um day by day yeah at the moment yeah until i have until i've find some sort of plan and i know that i need to maybe have a plan but then i'm also like do i need to have a plan like i'm just enjoying isn't that a plan exactly i'm just taking I'm it day by day is a plan isn't it yeah i'm literally just taking it day by day and if yeah. something comes up that day and i think okay yeah yeah then i'm like all right let's that that's it now let's do that yeah so i How think because i have struggled with mental health so long that mm. is a big big deal for me to mm. just be able to control my emotions mm. and once i've done that that would be a real achievement for me i mm. think yeah and i think you've said it correctly mm -hmm. day by day i think that's all you can do is take it day by day so if an emotion does come up from the past that's traumatic mm -hmm. how about you say today this has come up let me address it that might be part of taking yeah. it day by day Instead of suppressing it and pushing it back, going, no, 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 no. let me just ignore yeah, it. Yeah, like I need to just like accept like, it, yeah. This is a Tuesday, mm -hmm. and on Tuesday I'm sad about my mom, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to feel it, and I'm going to address it, and tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. And tomorrow you might feel even positive now, because actually you probably addressed something massive yesterday. Yeah, yeah so... I don't know. There's a lot of methods to try. I'm not professional or anything. No, it's been nice, though. It's yeah. definitely been nice talking and airing it out. Yeah. And especially because, obviously, I know you free Dalu, but it's good to get your spin on things. Yeah. Do you think you've forgiven your mum? Probably not. Yeah. No, but I do, yeah, that's definitely something I need to work on. But I do feel, no, I feel good. Mm. And I think we've had a good laugh. That's good. And I think we are quite similar. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> and we like plants as well. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm And we love food, so. I'm jealous, though, because you managed to keep yours alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how I do it. I really do not know like how this green goddess. Plants. So, what did you say? I said you're like a green goddess. <laughs> I don't know how I've killed a lot. Yeah, you've done well. That behind you is a yucca that died. So what I put it? it, yeah, I put it in a vase because I saved some of it. I had to cut before all of it rotted it away. It looked good to me. That's because I had to save it. And now it just you stays in a jar of water. Well done. Yeah, I have, I'm like, I'm not going to plant this again because I'm scared I'm just going to kill it. But it's just a lot of trial and error plants i think everything is well, trial and error to you. i'm gonna come to you with any plant needs now yeah i'm still learning i had I had like flies right i i, I don't know they were on the internet they were like oh it may look like they are fruit flies but they're not they're called gnats or yes 100 i had them as well yeah i had them as well and then 
I was thinking, do I need to throw them out? Yeah. But I didn't. I stopped by them and they've gone now. I was I was just, I was very, very depressed about it. Yeah. I had a fly in Next time, I will give you these like little sticky butterfly mm. things. Yeah. And you put it in the pot and all the flies stick to it. Yeah. I went to like, buy bug spray. I said, yeah. I said, I want them to drink that stuff. <laughs> I want to poison them today. <laughs> I sprayed everyone. Like, yeah, that's it. Because... No, it was in my room and they started flying on me when I was so annoying. Yeah, I got desperate. But it is trial and error. Like I said, everything is trial and error. Like when I first joined my work, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. Right? I still don't. Trial and error. (laughs) (laughs) You just see what works and what doesn't. Basically, there we take that advice. I know. I will. I will. Right. Have you got a quote for us to close us out? Oh. Can I steal if you don't laugh, you'll cry? No, I'm joking. You can. <laughs> um, you can. No, I think 100% just be kind to yourself because you're born yourself and you die yourself. Yeah. So be kind. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.